The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Hey friends, and welcome to the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm so glad you're here. Each week on this show, I invite a friend to join me, and we chat about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. friends welcome to the happy hour I'm Jamie and I'm your host and it's another Friday in August let me tell you this particular Friday at the Ivy household we are ending our very first week back at school I don't know if you are a parent when your kids go back to school but for me it's always bittersweet and I think that a lot of people would resonate with that but here we are back in school I now have three kids in high school I cannot even believe it I almost got choked up when I said that because my youngest, my daughter, my baby girl, who did you hear her on the show on Wednesday? Oh my gosh. Um, If you didn't go back and listen to the show on Wednesday because I interviewed my daughter about heading into high school. And so it is really, really good. And you want to listen to that. But my three kids are in high school. My oldest graduated last year. And here we are in the last years of parenting, which feels super scary. It also feels super exciting. And it also feels like, have I done enough? Well, you guys, we have a new podcast that is launching next week that I want to tell you about. My friend Lisa Whittle and I are hosting a show called Launch. And I had a dream about this podcast when my oldest son started his senior year. So about a year ago, I started thinking the thoughts that a lot of you might be thinking, whether you're sending a child to kindergarten or whether you're sending a child off to college or maybe into the real world or middle school or whatever. I started thinking, have I done everything I wanted to do? And that thought was very overwhelming because obviously there are some things that I'm like, man, we could have done that better or I should have done this differently. And I think that's just how life works. And so I invited my friend Lisa to sit down and we talked about what it feels like to launch children into the world. And I want to say too, we do speak a lot from a parenting point of view on here. It is a lot about parenting. But I think these conversations are going to be really, really important and relevant to anyone that is dealing with children, whether you're an aunt or a teacher or a coach. Maybe you work in the kids department at your church. I think you're going to find some really great nuggets of truth in these conversations. So we set up the show like this. Lisa and I sit down. We talk about a topic like worry or sex or letting go or comparison, all of these things that we as parents deal with, that our kids deal with, and we're trying to all deal with this together. (laughs) And so we talk about these things from our perspective, and we call ourselves experts at being moms. We are not experts in psychology, or we're not counselors, but we have parented for a couple of years between the two of us. Lisa has launched all of our kids into college and adulthood, and like I told you, I have launched one and have three kids. And honestly, let's be, let's just be real here. Aren't we always launching? I feel like my parents are still launching me. So we sat down and we talked about these things. And then we went a step further and we said, you know what, we're going to bring an expert in. And so we invited some really smart people to kind of give their insight to the conversation as well. 
So you'll get three different voices on every show, myself and Lisa, and then a different expert that we bring on for every conversation. The show launches on Monday. I'm so excited about it. I'm giddy with excitement. Here's what I want to tell you. It's wherever you listen to podcasts. You can already go and find the show. There's a trailer out. You can subscribe, and I highly recommend you subscribe to shows that you love. Not only does it help the podcaster, but it also helps you never miss an episode. So head on over to wherever you're listening to podcasts. Subscribe to Launch with Jamie Ivey and Lisa Whittle. And right now, I'm going to play the first episode for you. So I'm going to let you hear a preview of Launch. And I hope, I hope that you are blessed by this. I hope you were encouraged by this. Before we jump in, I want to remind you of a partnership that we have going on right now with ICM. We are linking arms with them as they help a church in Uganda who's been meeting for years, the Kasalaba Church. They've been functioning for years. They have a pastor. They have a community. But what they need is a building. And we want to be a community that says we care about churches around the world. We care about these people. We care about the way that they're influencing their community. And so would you partner with us? Would you link arms together with us and donate to the Kasalaba Church? Maybe as we're talking about parenting and we're going back to school, maybe you can look and say, you know what, I'm going to... I'm going to do a little back-to-school gift, and I'm going to give to this church. We would love to have you partner with us. Uh, We're trying to raise $15,000, which is a very large goal. We did it last summer. We're trying to do it again. I'll be honest with you. We got a ways to go, so we would love for you to partner with us. Go to jamieivy.com slash buildachurch. You can read all about this church. You can see how much we've raised, and you can go in and give, and your dollars will go towards this group getting a building where they already function, where they're doing outreach, where they're pouring into their community. We get to be a part of that, and it makes me so excited. So go to jamieivy.com slash build a church. All right, you guys, here is a preview of a brand new show, Never Heard, Out Into the World, Launch with Jamie Ivy and Lisa Whittle. Launching kids into the world is no joke, whether you're sending your kid to kindergarten or off to college. Some days we wonder if we're doing anything right. One thing is for sure, we all want to do it well. Hi, I'm Jamie, mom of four. And I'm Lisa, mom of three. We're here to help and encourage you in your parenting journey. Never perfect, always honest, and in the trenches with you. We're experienced, but not experts. You ready? Let's Let's launch. Lisa, when I think about something that has always been a part of my parenting journey, before I had my first child, before we adopted three of our kids, today all there has always been worry Mm, yes it has always been there because worry is this way that we kind of think about troubles that we have no control over and looming over us all the time all the way always there and if we know anything about parenting we have zero control even though we think we have a lot of control we have none absolutely true we think about worrying you know before when you're pregnant you worry about things you Mm. know I remember the first night in the hospital with my son I worried like I don't know what to do they just left me with this child you know (laughs) I worried when we were in our adoption process of like will I be able to parent these kids well of another race I worried about walking and talking and going to middle school going to high school going to college everything we do we sit and we worry about our kids I remember when my kids were in sixth grade fourth grade and second grade uh, two of them are in the same grade I we moved in the middle of school year Mm. So we moved, they started the second semester in a whole nother school, whole nother town, whole nother house, everything. Mm. And I worried so much over that because there was this moment as a parent that I thought, 
we're ruining their lives. Hmm. We have ruined their lives. <laughs> <laughs> if that is not the phrase that goes through the mind of every parent. We are ruining their lives. I've ruined their lives. I'm ruining their lives. Yes, always. always. Yeah. And it usually comes back, I'm worried about something I don't have control over. That's so true. And although we did have control over the fact that we moved and all the things, but I didn't have control over the friends they would find. I didn't have control over the teachers that they would love. I didn't have control over them finding their place in a new city, in a new town, in a new school. And I remember spending a lot of time worrying about my kids in that season. You guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring, and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, to tap into your power and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30-minute class. I can choose a 45-minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh, rock, if you want to go back to the 80s. If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. Here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music, just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. And the interesting thing is what good does worry do us, right? It's like, I think we think it does us good or it's something to occupy our time or it's just what we do. It's a part of our mothering. It's a part of our parenting. So we come to accept it. Mm-hmm. But it really, really, I think on on one level just robs us of joy in the yeah. journey. No, and, I agree. Um, but then also it has some more damaging things that we'll yeah. talk about in a little bit. You know, for me, Jamie, oh man, I've worried every step of the way, just like you. I think for me, some of the most prevalent worries that come to my mind are when my kids went to a new school, that was a big thing. You worry like, will they be accepted? Will anyone talk to them? Will they have anyone to sit with at lunch? Uh, Those things. Uh, For me, this is really uh, very close to my heart right now as my daughter 
went to school in another state for college. And it's weird because I've had two boys. They've both gone to college. And I'm worried about them, too. Do not get me wrong. It doesn't matter that they're, like, you know, big, can handle themselves, all those things. But they're still your babies. Right. But for her, you know, here she is. She's she's kind of small. She's 19. She's whatever. And I, she's in a different state, and I can't get to her quickly. Yeah. I will tell you that it has become sometimes almost debilitating mm. to where, you know, we have these apps. We can check where they right? are. Yep. Okay, so it's great. We think that's great. Uh-huh. Is it great? Because I will tell you there have been some nights manic checking and waking my husband up in the middle of the night going I don't know where Shay is it's one o'clock in the morning and I think her phone says she's at the dorm but I can't really tell because I'm also not great at reading yeah sometimes like location stuff uh-huh. and so it just gets to the point where you don't know and 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 worry 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 so yeah it's it, it never ends never ends you know it's it's funny because this is a hard one for me this topic yeah. of worry um, you know, I'm an Enneagram six, which yeah. we tend to lean towards fear, anxiety, mm-hmm. worry. And, and there's a difference between worry and anxiety. And we talk about mental health on another episode. Yeah. Um, but worry is something that everyone is actually going to do. Mm. You know, we're all going to do that. But I think it comes down to like, what do we do with it? Yeah. So what do you do at one in the morning when you don't know where mm. your daughter is? What do you do in the middle of the day when you're thinking, oh my gosh, should I go check the computer? Has my son or daughter looked at pornography or you think my kids at school I'm worried they don't have any friends I think that for parents it comes down to like what do we do with that right and for me a lot of times you know what I worry about sometimes stems from what I feel insecure about in my own life Mm, interesting yeah Yeah. so I'm like worried that like is no one gonna like my kids am I sometimes worried that no one's gonna like me Mm. I'm sometimes worried, like, do my kids even like me as a mom? (laughs) That's real. (laughs) That's a real worry. (laughs) Um, But I think, too, we have to just sometimes evaluate, like, where's it coming from? Yeah. Because some might be valid. I think it's a valid thing that you're concerned if your daughter's okay at college. Yes. Should you be up at 1 a.m. on your phone, Mm. frantically, trying to figure out if she's actually at her phone? Yeah. But my question is, what do you do with that? Yeah. Well, that is... The question, and I don't know that I have a great answer for it, but I know that... Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you think you should be up at 1 a.m. frantically wondering where she is? I don't. I think it's not good for me, no. Okay, so my next question, even if you don't do it, what right. do you think you should do? Yeah. Well, I think there are only a few things that I can do. I, I think there's a difference between due diligence and frenzy. A hundred percent. That's what I've come to realize. So the due diligence is to see where she is, to text her, to try to find that out. And um, we have a joke. I will say to her, if you don't answer this text back, you know I'm sending out the rescue dogs. So, you know, and, and I'm I'm just going to admit right here, I'm a little over the top about it. And she has been gracious about it. But uh, it, it's, it's, it's difficult. And I think we should give voice to that. I mean, it is difficult. This is something that I don't know that can be completely cured. So we are talking about management here, but it's management with the help of the Holy Spirit. And I I really want us to know that just like anything else that we deal with in life, anything that's difficult for us, we can do with the help of Christ. This is not a soundbite. This is a scriptural truth. And so I want people to hear that. I do believe, and you do too, prayer helps. It really does. I mean, at one o'clock in the morning, when I physically can't get to Waco, Texas, 
the only thing that I have is the thing that I need, which is to pray to God that my daughter is okay. And I'm telling you, it does soothe my soul. Do I still want to get to Waco? Yes, I do. Yeah. Because I'm a human being that wears mm-hmm. flesh. Yeah. But that is that is something that has really helped. I also think that there are things that we can do that are physical things. I mean, for me, I am a person that likes stones of remembrance, markers. Um, you know, there have been times in my kids' life that I've had them do physical actions. I mean, listen, I'm the parent who's like, okay, you're, you guys are fighting. Like when my kids were little, you guys are fighting. Okay, we'll go outside and both of you run laps around the house. Or, I mean, this is... I'm like, y'all got to go outside and take a lap and hold hands. <laughs> okay, well, I was getting ready to say, this is so funny. I, I have a picture of my two boys. They might kill me. When they were literally fighting each other, they are holding hands in this picture. I made them sit on the couch and hold hands. So it's those kinds yeah. of things that I think are like creative parenting Uh that help but it's the same thing with your worries and with your issues that you're facing I mean I think for me something that would help me is to take a piece of paper Mm -hmm. write down my worries go outside make uh dig in the ground yeah Yeah. (laughs) I mean I own a house so if you have an apartment if you live in an apartment (laughs) complex please don't do this you might get arrested but like dig a grave for it yeah. and bury that worry in the ground mm. and put put the dirt back yeah. on it. I know that might sound silly, but like some of us need to bury our worries yeah. like that or something tangible, right. honestly, Jamie, because I think as out of control as they can get, mm-hmm. that is a way to say, I'm burying this. And of it's course, so all of that with prayer. Yeah, it's so, so good. Uh, Sissy Goff says that worry's biggest trick is to make you think that something is wrong with you. Mm. And I think that is something that we have to think about as parents, too, is because we've already acknowledged that we're going to worry. Right. We are going to worry. Mm. Um, and so then you start to think, am I alone? Am I yes. the only one? And yes. and I love your idea of burying it. Mm. Um Dr. Josh and Christy Straub have a book for kids about worrying. And one of the things they say in there uh, is this cute little girl, and they're talking about what she should do with her worries. And her and her grandma have this little, this great little analogy of like make it into a bird and let it fly away. But her grandma says something that I think is so cool in the book. She says to her, um, what I do when I worry about something is I talk to a trusted friend about it, and I talk to God about it. And um, I think that is so good to figure out how do I say this out loud? And for some people, they love journaling. Like you said, write it out loud. What is it? What is it going to be? A couple of years ago, I was very, very worried about one of my kids getting sick. I don't know why. Maybe I had seen a story or walked with a girlfriend through that or something. I was just really worried about that. And um, one of my kids actually had been sick a lot during that time. So I was telling a girlfriend, I was like, I just can't shake this. Like, I just cannot shake worrying about this. And she told me, she said, um, take it all the way to the end. Yes. Go all the way. Yeah. She goes, what's the worst thing you worry about? I said, well, the worst thing I worry about is that they get cancer and then they die. Right. And she she said, okay, if that were to come true, your worry, Mm -hmm. what would still be true about God? Mm -hmm. And I said, well, he would still be God. Mm. He would still be good. Mm-hmm. He'd still be in control. Mm-hmm. And that little weird trick is actually really comforting to me. I've told it to some people and they're like, that is a sick mind game. But to me, it's everything because mm-hmm. I can take my worry. I can play it out and I can say, man, if the worst thing happened, 
God, you still love me. Yes. You still love my kid. You still are for us. You're still good. Yes. And that is so comforting to me in the midst of worry. See, when you say that to me, I don't think of it as a weird, like, sick mind uh-huh. thing. I think of it as going to scripture. Right. Because to me, you're going to your foundation. In a way, like, to me, you're not going to the end. You're going to the word. You're going to the foundation because it kind of ties in with something that I do, Jamie, too, is I'm a list maker. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when I have things that are burdening me, yeah. worries uh-huh. we're talking about, right? So what I'll do is I will write down on a left side of a column, here are my worries and I will name them. I will yeah. be very specific. And then to the right, I will find a scripture. That's so good, Lisa. That literally answers that worry. And I can promise you'll find it because it's in there. Wow. Everything we need to know for life and godliness is in the word of God. And I will literally look to the left and say, here's my worry. Here's the scripture. Here's the truth. Here's the worry on the left. On the right, here's the scripture. Here's the truth. And so what you're doing is the exact same same thing. thing. Yeah. But but I think with our different personalities uh-huh. is kind of what we're talking yeah. about here because I'm not an Enneagram six, but I I'm a mom. I yeah. worry. I'm yeah. a person. I worry. Yeah. I think that what we're both saying here is the way to find the comfort that we need because this is what it's about. I mean, mm. when we're worried, what we want is comfort, and there's only one permanent comfort. Yeah. And it is the truth of God's word. Yeah. It is the truth that no matter what, you're going to be okay. Yeah. No matter what, your child is going to be okay. If you belong to Jesus, if you've given your life to Jesus, you're going to be okay. Yeah. And we know how this ends. Mm-hmm. It ends with Jesus. We're not at our best life yet. That's the best life. All these things that we know, this is the truth of scripture. And so it it is prayer. And I know that sometimes we think, oh yeah, but I want this quick fix. Well, the reality is it's quick for a reason. Mm. It's quick and temporary. Yeah. So, you know, those are just some things that I know both of us have done yeah. and tried and all of those things. The other thing I want to say is this, is that sometimes I think we kind of swim around and worry and we're kind of like, well, all of us worry and we right. just normalize it. But what I've noticed, even with my own kids and with other people, is that when we worry as parents, we create in our kids, kids that worry Mm. and kids that have a lack of confidence. Yeah. And I know that's not what we want. No, it's not. You notice that too? Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And I think along those same same lines, we take away joy that could be filling up our homes and our hearts Mm. and our relationships when we're spending so much time on that worrying. And and I don't, you know, when you say that, it it reminds me, I heard my daughter say something one time and I thought, why is she afraid of that? I've never told her to be afraid of that. Mm. And then I thought, oh, but I'm afraid of that. Wow. And so she's picked up on my worry about that happening yeah. and she's repeating my worry for something that she should not be worried about because she's eight years old. Right. You know what I mean? And so you're right. I can see that happening. Um, and how we, when we parent that way, we're instilling things into them as to, it almost thinks we're almost trying to tell them if you worry enough, you're in control of the situation Ooh. because that's how I feel. I feel like if I worry enough, I'm in control of it. And I love that you said we have this comforter. We also have the Holy Spirit within us. Yes. And so when we're talking about parenting our kids, some of my biggest worries are what, uh, what if my kid does drugs? Mm. What if my kid gets involved with the wrong crowd? What if my kid's having sex with his girlfriend or with her boyfriend? What if my kid, all, what if? Yes. What if, what if, what if? Yep. And one of the things that I've really asked God is, man, will you just, Holy Spirit, 
will you just prompt my heart when I need to have a conversation? Mm. Will you prompt my heart when I need to check a phone? Yes. Will you prompt my heart when I need to go look on my app to see if they're really where they said they were going to be? Mm. Like, so it doesn't turn into this frenzy, like you said. Yeah. It turns into this, like, will you give me discernment? Yes. Will you give me discernment to, to check when I need to check and trust when I need to trust? And that's been really, really, really good for me. My mom told me when I was growing up, she prayed this. <laughs> she prayed that I would get caught doing everything I wasn't supposed to be doing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> A lot of moms pray that. Yeah. And so it, it sounds funny, but it is. It's like we worry about our kids making these bad choices. Yeah. And what if we just said, man, I don't want them to make bad choices. Yeah. I want to instill in them good choices. And I want to instill in them confidence and every, and all that I want them to have. But then what if we just said... God, you gave me you gave me your spirit. Mm. I really want to lean into it, and so I'm going to ask you: Will you tell me when I should ask these questions? Mm. Will you tell me when I should check the phone? And He's faithful. He's faithful. That is so good, Jamie. That I mean, you know, I I think back to the times in my life where God has given me a a sense of something. Yep, me too, as a mom. And and I mean, it, you know, if we think about it, like. He's given us this gift to these children yeah. or this child. Uh-huh. And why would he not then equip us with the gift of a sense of his Holy Spirit yes. as to what to know, what to do? I mean, he's promised that in his word. Yeah. I think sometimes we just get surprised. Like, oh, we still have like a resource here. Right. We, we, <laughs> we still have access to We this? have access yeah. to be able to know what to do. I mean, yeah. it, that's one of the greatest things I think about having this relationship with Jesus as a parent mm. is that we're not cut off. Yeah. Like it's not all of a sudden, okay, I'm a parent. Now what? Mm. We do have this ongoing sense. Uh, you know, I, I had a, a guest uh, on my podcast. I interviewed uh, author Susie Larson, who's so wise. And she was talking about worrying about her boys at one one time of their life where I, I think her boys were going through some things. And so she was worried because, you know, when your kids are struggling, yeah. you worry. You yes. worry harder than before. Yep. And she said the Lord said something to her that I have never forgotten. He said, Susie, love your kids and enjoy your life. Mm. And I think there's something to be said about that. Yeah. I, the, it's just, you know, this beautiful picture of like, love your kids, pour into your kids, raise your kids in, in church and in the word and to love Jesus. Do your due diligence, yep. what you're talking about. And enjoy your life because mm. God has given you life as a parent. God yeah. has given you gifts as a parent. God has given you um, something to enjoy as a parent. And so I think we get so tied up in this worry. Yeah. Um, and it, I mean, I'm preaching to myself. Oh, I'm me speaking too. to myself. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And I think there's also, you know, we, we are parenting. I'm four children. You're three children. And I need everyone to hear that, like, we have heavy things that we're worried about that we just don't bring to the microphone. Oh, because they're personal yes. and because they're intimate. And so I want the mom or the dad or the grandma who's listening who's like, I wish I was just worried about something that Lisa and Jamie are worried about mm. because mine is big. Like my kid is doing some hard, wrong things. I want you to hear, we understand that. Oh, yes. And it's just like, you know, we're just ha we're just taking care of our kids here. Yeah, yeah. We understand that and we'll all go through different seasons, but it doesn't change what God says for us to do with our worries. Yeah, Like it doesn't change that. And um. I was thinking just the other day, we have this little bird nest thing in our house and purple martins, which are a type of bird, they come and they nest there and they're really beautiful and they sing songs and it's really, it's really great. But in this particular nest that we own, sparrows can get in there and you don't want sparrows in there because they take up room from the other birds. 
and I was talking to my husband about it. And he's like, we got to get the sparrows out. And he's like, sparrows are just like low birds. They're like not good for anything, whatever. And I was sitting there as he was telling me that. And I thought, man, it made me think of the scripture mm. where it says, you know, if God will take care of the sparrows, how much more mm. does he take care of us? Wow. And it made me think of our kids. You yeah. know, we're all sitting here talking about worrying with our kids. And I think, man, I worry so much mm. about them being taken care of. Yeah emotionally physically spiritually all the above hmm. and we have a god who takes care of the lowest birds wow how much more is he going to take care of us as moms and our kids and it was just this reminder to me that me worrying nonstop about things that i have zero control of yeah is really looking at god saying okay i see you got the birds but you don't have me mm. And I want to be able to say, you have the birds, and how much more do you have us? Yeah. Because worrying consistently about something you have zero control of does nothing but rob you of the joy of living your life. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Catherine Freeman is one half of the Melanated Faith Podcast with Faith Brooks. Catherine is a seminary student, writer, and advocate. She has 10 years of experience in nonprofit advocacy and enjoys teaching faith leaders how to engage the political process for the common good and God's glory. In her spare time, Catherine writes about the intersection of faith and pop culture. Her work has appeared in Christianity Today, Christ in Pop Culture, and Think Christian. Catherine loves books, Tex-Mex, and iced coffee. She is passionate about her Jesus, Justice, Beyonce, and public policy. We wanted Catherine to speak to this topic because her perspective as a single non-parent is valuable and she herself has experienced anxiousness and depression. Hi, uh, my name is Catherine Freeman and a couple things that stood out to me about Jamie and Lisa's conversation was um, just the conversation about how parental worry affects kids. Um, I myself am not a parent. Um, I am someone's child, someone's daughter. Um, but I also served as a chaplain for a year at Baylor University. And I would say parental worry absolutely affects um, children. I would say this is the most anxious generation when I would sit down with students and the things that they would tell me from relationships to, you know, homework and schoolwork and friendships. They're just trying to figure it out and then figuring it out for the first time um, on their own maybe away from their family and so the things that you model for them in terms of where you take your worry really do matter um they really kind of go back to those things too i think a piece of um, advice or thought about that would be these kids are so worried especially the ki kids who are raised in households of faith are so worried about jesus being disappointed in them if they make one mi wrong mistake it's like almost to the sense that like they don't fully understand the grace of God because they want to be perfect for their parents, for their friends, for their church community. And so, you know, I remember having conversations with 18-year-old girls who are, you know, maybe gone on three dates with a guy. And they're like, I don't really like him, but 
if I break up with him, <laughs> you know, I'm never going to get married. You know, people are going to be disappointed in me. Um, and so I think, you know, modeling what you would like for your kids to do with the worry, like what would you tell your kids um, about their fears and concerns and then modeling that in your parenting is so important because they're watching. Um, and then I would say also too, trusting that the things that you implanted in them, I think, you know, um, ask someone's daughter, um, just, I remember when my parents launched me into the world of, I think, you know, having a conversation with my mom about like, you know, just trusting that you had me in the right places, in the right clubs, um, in the right youth group and the things that, um, I watched you and my dad do and the things that I learned in youth group and the things that I learned at church on Sundays that I'm going to take those with me, right? Like that I'm not, when I leave this place and I leave this house, I'm not leaving all of those things here. Um, they're coming with me to wherever I'm, I'm going. Um, and just, I think, you know, praying like, you know, like as you're discerning as a parent, like, you know, what are they going to need in this next stage of life? But I would say figuring out, um, a trusted, professor or you know someone on campus that your child really trusts and already goes to so having that touch point I think can be comforting for for parents and I think you know asking your kids really good questions um and I think um you know you know not just asking them how classes are going you know like oh, what's a class you really liked? And what what is it that you like about the class? Or what is something interesting that you're reading? And what is what why is that interesting to you? Or, you know, that kind of thing. And, and in a way that's like conversational, because I also don't remember just in my childhood. Um, and then when I went off to college, my mom asking me a lot about who my friends were. But in the natural kind of course of conversation, um, and I'm sure most moms are like this. You're super observant. You're like, oh, Marcy, I've heard that name before. <laughs> like, and just, you know, following up in that way, um, because I think, you know, this is a, like a critical period in your kid's life, right? They're figuring out how to be adults, how to be separate from you, but also in a way that like a little bit with training wheels on. Um, and so, you know, kind of finding that balance of, you know, um, texting, you know, you have to answer this text or I'm sending out the guards and being so, um, and giving them a little too much freedom. Um, and I say that just because, as I s said already, I really feel like this is the most anxious generation. If I could add anything, I, I would say, I think one, learning to trust the things that you've implanted in your kids, that you, the 18 years that they spent with you were not wasted, um, that nothing is wasted in God's economy, and that God would be faithful to grow the seeds that you've planted, um, encouraging them to find a church and, you know, not to give up on that and knowing too that like God would bring wherever you send your child away, that God would bring adults alongside of them um, who would mentor them and continue to show them um, the way in which they should go. Um, and then I would say just also too, like my last kind of encouragement would be let your kids see you take your worries to God. Let your kids see you quote scripture. One of the things that I have a fairly anxious personality is so, you know, I'm always practicing redirecting my mind with scripture, like, and, you know, kind of the go-to easy one is be anxious for nothing and saying that over and over again. And so, you know, in conversations with students, like being able to give them that, like, hey, you know what, being worried or anxious about making new friends or your grades is totally normal. Um, but, you know, because I worry about those things, too. And here's how I handle it. And letting them see me take it to 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 Jesus. And I know it's kind of a cliche, but, you know, a lot 
of things that your kids will take from you are things that are caught and not necessarily things that you explicitly teach them. You know, I think about my mom even now when she's worried, she's like, I just got to get alone and I got to get, get quiet and I got to be able to hear from Jesus. And that just what a gift that is to me to be able to then also say, you know, when I'm worried, I feel overwhelmed. What is it that my mom, you know, as my sort of person that I look up to and aspire when it comes to faith, she, she's like, you got to get quiet. And what have I, what have I seen her do? Get quiet, get alone. So I need to, you know, have a few hours of silence. And so one of the things that I, my counselor said to me many years ago that has been so helpful is trusting your own ability to be resilient. And so the other thing I would say is related to your kids is they are going to make mistakes. Let's just be real. Their brains are not fully developed. They're going to make bad choices. Um, but also maybe to the Jamie's point of like playing out the end of that is like, hey, like this could be catastrophic. Or it could be really an opportunity for them to learn resiliency and bounce back. Again, going back to like, I'm going to trust the things that I've implanted in them. That, yeah, you're going to fall flat on your face or you're going to make choices, bad choices, or you're going to sin. You're, you're not going to be perfect. You're, you might not graduate from whatever college you are or, you know, the first couple of years of adulthood totally unscathed. But you are resilient and you can bounce back from that. I think I can speak from like my own personal experiences that I made some bad choices in, in college. But by God's grace and faithfulness, I have been able to like bounce back and redirect. And so I would also just encourage, you know, anyone out there listening, whether you're a parent or, you know, um, a mentor or a favorite auntie or However you intersect with kids that are being launched out into the world, I think also, too, just trusting resiliency in kids and, and really focusing also, too, in, in as much as you're trying to instill, you know, kindness and patience and all these other things, um, yeah, is resiliency is just as important and, and them knowing, like, I can make a mistake and God's got me. I can make a mistake and my parents will still love me and I still have this sort of unconditional love whoever you love in your life as a creation of God whether they're your kids or your spouse or your friends as you know a person created in the image of God as God's precious creation he loves them way more than you do um, and he's concerned about their well-being and he can actually do something about it whereas like we have no control over other people in in ways that we can't and so yeah I think too that's a for me is always like a good way of like even now I think about kids that I spent so much time with in that last year and I just know like okay God you've got them and you love them more than I do and you're still with them and able to like direct their paths and so just trusting him also too to do with his beloved what only he can do so thanks for having me I really enjoyed this conversation bye Thank you so much for listening to the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey podcast. We are truly grateful for every single story that we get to share with you, every encouragement we get to give you, and every opportunity we get to point all of us to Jesus. If you're loving this show, we would really appreciate it if you would leave us a rating and or a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, tell your friends. That is the number one way that people find out about our show. It's because you tell them. Join us right here every Wednesday and Friday for meaningful conversations that will make us think, they'll make us laugh, and they'll always point us back to Jesus. And come find me other places on the internet as well. I love Instagram. I'm over there at Jamie Ivy. And if you've never visited my YouTube page, you're going to want to go there. Have you ever listened to a show and wondered, I wonder what they look like? Well, go find us over there. It's jamieivy.com slash YouTube. 
The Happy Hour is a production of Ivy Media Podcast. Executive producer, Jamie Ivy. The show is produced by Lindsay Sweeney and edited by Angie Elkins. Art by Jen Jet Barrett. Original music by Matt Graham. And I'm your host, Jamie. Have a happy hour with a friend. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.